Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We bring in uh, Will Z, who's uh, in the mountains still covering uh, your Sacramento Kings. It's the Kings and the Rockets tonight. This is more of a broad question, Will. Why, like, the the Kings can't hit a three anymore? What's happened? What is going on? I don't I don't know. I think it's just one of those stretches. Um, it's just an unfortunate one where pretty much everyone's gone cold for, at the same time, which we haven't seen much throughout the year for the Kings. They have so many good shooters that usually at least one person is hitting on good volume. Barnes and Monk are the two that have still been uh, shooting pretty well from three. They're at uh, 38 and 40% ish mm-hmm. from Beyond the egg, 38.9 for Barnes and 42.9 for Monk. But the problem with that is between them, they've only shot 32 threes out of the 170 that have been taken by the Kings over the last five games. So they're not hitting it at enough volume with those percentages to kind of hold up the rest of the team that's shooting poorly. What, what one of the things that I've seen in, in Will, you're man, you've got this drilled into my head uh, since you came up with it, but the wide open looks, right? And mm-hmm. you know, is it through through your, your your research, has it been a situation where they're still just kind of missing wide open shots, or are they a little more tightly contested than than usual? Yeah, I was wondering that too, and I, I knew you were going to ask that, Kenny. So I got the numbers for you. Uh, <laughs> in the last five games. Uh, For open shots, open threes, they are taking 14 a game and wide open, they're at 18. Coming into that five-game stretch, so just the games before the five on the season, they were at 14.5 and Mm 19.8. So the number of attempts are pretty much even. It's just the percentages, they're not hitting them. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not too concerned because they're still getting the quality looks that they were throughout the course of the season, it just really seems like they're just not falling, which I'll take that over a dip in the kind of looks and quality of shots that they're taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they got the Houston Rockets uh, again tonight. They've, they've got them uh, for the final two times this season uh, coming up this week. Just, I don't imagine much has changed uh, since the last two mm-hmm. time these teams have played. But what is this, this? What I know they don't win a lot of basketball games, but what does Houston do well? They do a very good job at offensive rebounding, and I think part of that is because they're such a bad three point shooting team. So the Rockets they take thirty three point seven threes per game, which is eleventh most in the league. So not an extremely high number but they miss a ton. They make them at 32.7%, which is 29th. So it just leads to that kind of chaotic rebounding that is very hard to plan for. You have to really just find a body and limit those long rebounds, which we've seen the Kings struggle with at times uh, for certain teams, but they use that almost to their ability to get good looks off of rebounds, which is an interesting strategy, but something that seems to work for them. It's not translating to a ton of wins, but they are among the lead leaguers in both offensive rebounds and second chance points. So that's kind of the main thing that the Kings will have to look out for. 
Well, one of the things that would possibly benefit the the Sacramento Kings uh, going up against Houston tonight is their sloppiness out there uh, mm-hmm. with the basketball, turn the ball over a lot. I think that could actually help out the, the Kings in a way of getting the three-point shot going because you may be able to get some shots in transition, some even more wide-open shots and in rhythm. And once you hit a couple, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you can start getting things going from beyond the arc. But um, them turning the ball over, the Houston Rockets turning the ball over, that seems to be something that the Kings possibly could could take a lot of advantage of uh, tonight in Houston. Yeah, and it's something that they took advantage of in the first two games as well. So Houston turns it over 17 times a game. Uh, they give up 22 points off turnovers and allow 17.4 fast break points. Those are all the worst in the league. So in the last two games, the Kings have averaged 23 points off turnovers and 16 fast break points. Mm-hmm. The first little mini series that they had against the Rockets. So especially with the Kings and the shooting slump, like you were saying, Kenny, it's a great opportunity, easy shots, easy looks, get them early and get in the flow against the team that doesn't like to take care of the ball and get back in transition. Well, there wasn't much positive or anything positive to take away from last night's game with perhaps one exception. Uh, We saw the first extended run of Keon Ellis. Uh, What did you think of his time on the floor last night? I thought he looked good, like really good. Um, I know it's garbage time, but I mean, he that's what you have to do as a young player is go out and take advantage of those opportunities. And I mean, he had 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, zero turnovers was two or three from three. It's just he looked confident. Mm -hmm. He looked he was everywhere on defense, his active hands. He was getting um, deflections and just everything from his own player to coming over on help side defense. It just looked like a very encouraging stint for him that we haven't really seen him get that extended look yet. So with the trade deadline coming up, I know there's a ton of speculation out there, but I mean, it's something to keep in mind with possible roster moves coming up that he could possibly step in and play maybe 10 minutes a game. Let me uh, ask you just the you watch the game. So, you know, if you have numbers Mm -hmm. to back it up, that's great, too. Um, but just watching the game, what do you think the the difference is offensively? Like where are the, the shots not there from when De'Aaron Fox is out there that they, you know, they don't get those same shots with him not out there? Like where does that come from? Is it the three ball? Is it Sabonis, you know, being able to, you know, orchestrate an offense or get one-on-one opportunities? Like where is the one of the hangups at least when uh, De'Aaron Fox is not on the floor? Yeah, I think I don't have the numbers in front of me, but just from watching and kind of a sense of it, I think it's the mid-range game. Mm. Is Fox is so good in the mid-range, and the Kings have other players that shoot well from there, but Fox does it so consistently, and it just adds a whole different element that the defense has to plan for and guard consciously that, I mean, teams aren't worrying about Davion pulling up from mid-range. Uh, they're just it's not something that they have to game plan for they ain't worried about david doing anything fox, at this point yeah, yeah, I know, unfortunately um but i think that it's just that he fox adds that level of scoring from the inside yes but also the mid-range that doesn't really get filled in when he's not playing well go enjoy the mountains man uh, well i missed this where is will at where you at will um, I'm by uh, in Gualala, 
So it's kind of Beach Mountain, both kind of a two-in-one. It's by Sea Ranch, um, a little north of Bodega Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know where Bodega Bay is. Yeah. I've heard of it. I'm not exactly sure where it's at. but yeah. it's, 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 The beach is cold. That's the point. So it must no be matter, Northern California. No matter, what, yeah. no, matter, no matter what time of year you go to Bodega Bay, it's yeah. probably going to be cold. Yeah, you go in July, yeah. it's freezing. Yes. Get your park out. Been, been done that. Feels like Baltimore in January. <laughs> probably a stretch, but that's fine. We get you're a little wounded right now. Uh, Will, appreciate you as always, man. Thanks for tapping in. Uh, enjoy the mountains. Enjoy tonight's game. We'll talk later this week. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 